0: Hey, voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drops are available to more voters, and they're growing in popularity. How to vote is a tool created by Democracy Works. Breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where you want to vote. Some things you can do with How to Vote voter tool. You can sign up for elections. You can see what's on the ballot. You can get step-by-step assistance requesting your mail ballot. You can explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot. Check your voter registration, find voting sites, and make sure you have appropriate ID. Decide when and where you want to vote this year at howto.vote. Hey, guys. It is time for a
1: new
0: episode of Reggie's Expressions. I want to tell everybody thank you so much for uh listening with us and taking the journey with us. Uh the last episode um, you know, who is Reggie? Uh got uh, quite a few listens and I appreciate that. Thank you guys. Um I'm getting more comfortable with this and uh this is really becoming a journey of mine and I figure you know what today is gonna be the day that I record it. Cause sometimes I'll be in my own head. You know I was off this weekend and my intention was to do it then and I just didn't do it. But you know it is what it is. But if you haven't already please like subscribe and share, and also I like a little bit of dialogue. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm just throwing something down a, 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 a hot dog down a highway. You know what I'm saying? There's no effect, no notice or anything. I know you guys are out there listening, which I appreciate. But yeah, share some of your comments, and um, you know, donate too because there's a section to donate, and um, you know, I would really appreciate that. So the topic today we're going to tackle, and I say we because Carlos is here. What's up? Carlos? Hi, how are you guys? Hi, how are you? <laughs> Uh, As you guys know, in uh, the Quarantine with My Husband uh, episode, Carlos is quite the shy one, but that's only when he speaks English.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, He is not shy when he speaks Spanish. But the conversation today is going to be about how we met, the story of how we met. Um, No one other than just our close friends really know that story, so I figured I would talk about it, you know, how we met and, you know, just looking back six years later because we just celebrated our six-year anniversary, so... Um That's what the topic is going to be about today. So I'll be right back, guys, and then we'll start the conversation of how I met my husband. So we are routing in the car today. Uh, he and I are both off. I did a couple hours or an hour or so of overtime. And, um, you know, I... I figured I had a little bit of downtown. We've been riding around this morning. We had a little breakfast. That's one of the things that we enjoy doing. We like to uh, go to local businesses and, uh, you know, frequent them. And uh, Dixie Crema is one of the, or Dixie Cream is the name of the place. But Carlos calls it Dixie Crema. Uh, which is uh, Spanish for cream and it's actually a really good place it was something that we found by happenstance and uh, we went there because it's been a long time and the owner Stephanie is absolutely amazing loves Carlos and they converse every time they talk Um, so we ate breakfast there now we're out in Winter Garden we just left Old Navy and Best Buy and now we're headed to Ikea because I want to get a shade for the living room, yes, I do. Twelve and trying to design a little bit, so don't get it twisted, son. Oh. I am a multi-hyphenate in many ways, slash, whatever I want to be. But uh, the conversation today is going to be about, you know, how Carlos and I met. Um, as I said before, Carlos and I have been together total six years, but married four and a half. Um, and we met, you know. It seems like. I always make this joke that being in gay years, <laughs> you know, being together as long as six years is unheard of, um, uh, It's unheard of, Carlos is driving, by the way, and, um, you know, I feel like um, we've gotten to know each other, especially during the quarantine, and we've gone through some trials and tribulations as well to, you know, stand the test of our relationship, but our relationship with my eyes is still considerably dumb. But it just seems like, I guess because we spend so much time together, it seems like it's more time. It seems like it's longer than just six six years. But that's my perception. Um, But uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it feels like it's a long, long time. Sometimes I get back in time and I was like, how long has this been? And I was like, I feel like I know you forever. Yeah. We
0: actually just celebrated our four-year anniversary in our house. On the 16th. That's crazy. Four years we've been
1: in the house. And we are so emotionalized sometimes. I'm thinking of something and I say it and he said it at the same time.
0: <laughs> so we always have this joke where he's like, how do you know that? And I was like, I know you. I know you. And, uh, but yeah, we do a very good job of reading each other. And I don't know how that is. And I guess that's a part of the process when you get to know somebody and you figure out what they're about, what they like, and so on and so forth. So... We're gonna get right into the story, and I'm gonna tell you guys for a long time. I know for me, I can't speak for Carlos. I had a lot of shame initially when I told the story of how we met. You'll got, you'll kind of see why here in a second. But I had a lot of shame that I held on to, so I was very like bashful whenever people would ask how we met. But you know, it's 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 the way of the world now, really. So it, it wasn't it was taboo then, but it's not so much now. So. I am going to have Carlos tell his story, because they vary. They're very, very different stories. What uh, What he remembers and what I remember. My story is right. I'm not sure about his story.
1: Mine's <laughs> um, right too.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, tell uh, tell everybody your your uh, version of
1: events of how we first met. Well, um, there's an app na- uh, named Grinder for hookups. <laughs> And then I say, hey, you're so cute, blah, blah, blah. And then he responds right away. We met. Then uh, we met a couple of times, or uh, quite a few times. And then he asked me if I want a date. I said, no. And then a couple of days later, he texts me, what are you doing? We went to movies. I never go back to my place.
0: So, uh, I mean, that sounds, I mean, that's pretty, pretty spot on in terms of how the series of events worked out, but,
1: um. We didn't have sex on the first day. And he say we did? I
0: thought we did. I thought, the first time I remember, maybe we communicated with each other.
1: The first time we did hang out, we did have sex. We came to the outlet, I was working. You came that to meet after. me first.
0: That was after. I mean obviously okay, maybe that was the case. But obviously we could have sex if you was at work.
1: <laughs> we met first.
0: So I guess I, I met him and you say I had Sam with us, right?
1: With no. Me? No, Sam Sam didn't come to work. Okay. that was after. Okay,
0: alright, so but uh so he said we we met first and then um
1: Should I go this way? Oh, I Yeah.
0: um and uh so july 13th was the first time that we actually like met and, and hung out and that was the time that we actually you know we hooked up that time um and uh we do what adults do and i don't know i mean i just did the thing and then after that we went our separate ways and I started to text him a little bit, you know, put his phone number on my phone, but I didn't quite save it uh, under a name. I was really, really big and bad about doing that, you know, before, because, you know, a lot of times in this lifestyle, the men that you meet can be fly by night. You meet them one day, and then two days later, they act like you don't fucking exist, which is the worst thing. Um, and, um, you know, to give you guys a little bit of a background, I, I had just got out of a five-year relationship before that. You know, I was actually working on my fitness. He's my witness. Um, that's for you, Ferg, But I was working on my fitness, so I was feeling good, feeling great. And, uh, you know, I was getting a, a lot of gentleman callers at the time, to, but none of them were of substance. I had just broken up with the guy that I had only, I was only with for a couple months because he turned out to be crazy. Well, he went crazy. Now, I mean, he was just a little strange, and I just didn't quite understand what his... Anyway, he's not important. So uh, I uh, just really got out of the relationship with him, and I was just kind of doing the single thing for a while. But I was in my mind thinking, you know, I want to settle down. I want to have a relationship with somebody. And I've always been a relationship-driven person. Whenever I am involved with somebody, I'm I'm involved 110%. And, um, you know, I I don't ever remember too many times over my, other than when I was in high school, not being involved with somebody so this was really kind of the first time after i had taken you know some time away um to really kind of focus on the single life and i had fun but uh you know i was starting to get old i was getting tired of the the fly by night stuff so that's where i was at when i met you know when i was in the process of meeting carlos what about you
1: i was just ended up uh, well it was about six months that i was single and we uh, had a very bad relationship before. It seems like uh, he, didn't care, he didn't care much for me, and my feelings, and you know, he was with his mom and they were being mean to me. And I was just doing a single thing, like you said. but I wasn't looking specifically for, you know, relationship or even get married. I never thought about it possibility, but it happens, and it hobby.
0: And, you know, that was in 2014 before the whole uh, equality, marriage equality uh, law came into place. So, you know, the idea of getting married was definitely not on anybody's radar, to be honest, because it couldn't happen before. And, uh, you know, I was in, in that place, in that space. I enjoyed the time that we had. Um, you know, I mean, it was intimacy, you know. And it was good. We were compatible in that way, so I think I wanted to, you know, obviously get to know him a little bit more. And I later on asked him, "Did he want to date?" And what did you say?
1: Nope.
0: So he shot me down. A <laughs> Hurt my feelings, and I told him that I wouldn't. What? I didn't mean to
1: love. Oh,
0: uh, it's okay now. But
1: you told me,
0: what did I say to you after you
1: uh, I said uh, you said that? You say you won't bother me no more. And two days later, you call me back and <laughs> say, what are you doing? Yeah. So just got off work. I'm tired. Let's go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Or you want to go see a movie, I said yes, brother. Yeah. And that was the weekend that changed it all.
0: I actually have the pictures of the weekend um, that we hung out over and I think what it was, so we hung out that weekend, he met my dog Rico for the first time, and I think Rico, Rico has this thing, this tendency to gravitate to the men that I like more than me at times, is when I, with my ex, he was the exact same way, and uh, anyway, I I don't know if they had a connection or anything, right off the bat, I don't even remember uh, Carlos Rico barking or anything when you.
1: No, but I get close with Yeah, and yeah, I'll back. Oh,
0: and um, so that weekend, I was getting ready to travel to Tampa because I was working at this uh, this job and I was doing some management training in Tampa, and it was gonna be a week. So um, I said the you know a joke, and it's funny how things work out. But I told him I said it'd be hilarious if you would have to keep Rico. So um, I, uh, I had another friend who unfortunately. That ain't unfortunate. We ain't friends no more. But that person fell through, and Carlos was riding with me to, you know, to do the transition, if you will, with bringing Rico to where he was supposed to go. And, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, yeah or he said yes he would do it and uh you know i got rico situated bought him his food and everything and i went to give carlos you know i went to the ATM machine and went to give carlos some money to keep him you know it was like 20 dollars a day so at the point it would have been like four days so it would have been 80 dollars. so that's what i gave him, gave him and carlos was like no he didn't he didn't want it you know and i was like well here
1: Just, uh...
0: He said, in my country, we don't, you know, we don't take money. And I said, well, in my country, I like to pay people for their services. And uh, he will dispute this, but I gave him the money and he said, no, I will do it for your love. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought I heard. But he said he didn't say that. Um, But he kept Rico. Um, I was actually gone for two weeks um, because after that, I ended up traveling. Um, I had a vacation plan to go to Vegas. And That was when um, I I realized that my feelings for him were a lot stronger than what I thought. And I remember looking at one of the pictures where he's laying on the bed, his eyes are closed, and my hand is under his face. Yeah, and you know, in relationships that I've been with before, I hadn't I hadn't really taken pictures like that with the guy. You know, let alone have it on my phone because I, you know, even though I was out, the men that I I was with, they they weren't out, so they wouldn't you know have it and he was the first guy that was just like you know he didn't care so um and i'm gonna tell you another thing that this motherfucker did y'all uh, that made me fall in love with him <laughs> so you guys can't see them but on the back of my head i have keloids. um it came from you know uh, uh uh a barber in the hood who was just cutting hair and he wasn't cleaning his his, his so they started off as two small bumps, and then in the, in the military, you know, they would go over them because they didn't know what the fuck they were, but it just made it bigger and, it, you know, keloid into what it is now. And the night that he came over, the weekend that he came over, he, he didn't, he, every guy that I had been with before had either act like they didn't see it, or when they did see it, it was jarring for them which would make me self-conscious, and all this other stuff, and um, he kissed it, he kissed the back of my neck, and you know, it was just the most endearing thing, I was shocked, because no one had done that before, you know, and uh, anyway, there was a moment where I got a chance to steal away from him, and I was, I called Sam, which is One of my best friends, and I was like, Sam, let me tell you what this motherfucker did. Sam, let me tell you, this motherfucker, I kissed the back of my neck. And Sam was like, oh, I was like, I know, I know, I know this motherfucker. Oh, my God, you know, (laughs) and I was just like shocked. And it was just the biggest thing, you know, and to him, it was just something that was just casually done, right? So, um, I go to Vegas and, you know, Sam, I was telling telling Sam, you know, about Carlos, and, um, I think he met you before I went to Vegas, no, he didn't, because I, I wasn't back long enough, so I, we went to Vegas,
1: you brought him to the mall,
0: right, but that was after, are you sure, yeah, because I, I was only back that one day, Ah, um, so, um, I was like, why don't you save his number on your phone? And I did. You know, I saved it as Carlos at the time. And, uh, you know, we, you know, I, I told him, I said, I do want to see this further. And then he was just like, well, you know, he got out of a relationship, told me the whole spiel again. And I was like, well, you're taking just as much of a chance on me as I am on you, so let's not take it together. Oh. And that was really the, the, the icing on the cake. And then after that, you know, literally within weeks, Carlos had moved in uh, with me. Um uh, you know, two months uh thereafter. Um about month three or four, Carlos and I had traveled to the Bahamas on our first cruise. Um I would say by the end of uh fourteen, Carlos was on my accounts, you know. Uh we we had the same account. And by uh, tell
1: then, why you took me on a cruise?
0: So this same boyfriend that didn't like him, the one that he had just got over, um And I had only been on my first cruise the year before, but I didn't subscribe to this freaking bullshit that I'm about to tell y'all. But his ex, um, they were talking and I guess Carlos was like, oh, that'd be interesting. I would love to go on a cruise. And, uh, you know, this person will remain nameless, uh, said, uh... (laughs)
1: Cruise? I don't want to go on no cruise. Black people don't want cruise. Uh, black people go on cruise. No, to. no, no, no. He asked me, do you see, uh, oh, do you, oh, you watch no. that movie Titanic? And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, do you see any black people there? And I said, no. Well, I have to think about it, but as I, far as I remember, I didn't see no black people, no Titanic. And then he said, Exactly. Black people don't go on cruises.
0: So let me put this. So those of you who have not seen Titanic and don't know the dynamic of what Titanic is. Yeah. Um, Titanic was done in, it was 1917 when Titanic was.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Black people weren't able to fucking vote or let alone shit or do whatever the stuff that they was doing. Let alone go on the cruise. And if they were on the cruise, they were the ones that was at the bottom working. So, that's why black people went on the fucking cruise. So, who would say some dumb shit like that? But that was his own ignorance. And, um, Carlos doesn't know this, but he's gonna find this out And
1: that's also, what's his way to say, I'm scared of cruise, or water, or whatever. Instead of just saying,
0: "I'm, I'm scared, he wanted to say black people don't do,
1: which is not the case. We've done, like,
0: six since then. And, um, um, I wanted to go on a cruise again. And, uh... I had the cruise in mind to go with somebody else. Um, And, you know, unfortunately that fell through. That person was like, no, they kind of had the same stance in terms of, you know, I don't really want to cruise. That's not something I'm interested in. And um, uh, that was the first cruise that we went on. And then May May of 15, you know, after they passed the uh, marriage equality law. Um Carlos and I um you know our relationship got pretty serious and long story short he um, I proposed to
1: him May of uh, 2015 and then we got married You also of- you also gave me the i would say pleasure to go see my four for folks after 15 years and he proposed right after that
0: because i thought carlos was gonna go back to venezuela and never come back
1: (laughs) (laughs) and
0: you know um i'm gonna get into it a little bit because we got to go into this ikea so i'm gonna pause it and then i'm gonna come back but you guys aren't gonna know how long we've been gone because i will have put it all together at that point but uh we're gonna take a little break here um and then we'll be right back and we'll finish the story so put a pin in that guys Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. Go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on stance on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choices to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make plans to vote early or on election day. This election matters. Make sure you have a plan to vote and vote informed. Local elected officials affect our lives every day. They decide who to prosecute, monitor the quality of our drinking water, and choose the leadership of our schools. Go to BallotReady.org and enter your address to make a plan to vote and vote informed. And we're back man that took us two and a half hours to get through ikea because no, it's just ridiculous no, we had to go all the way through the beginning to the end to get to what we needed to get and it was just a shade for Life, two, one, 30, 10, hours. It was two and a half hours i was sweating like crazy and now we're back but um yeah carlos um you know expressed to me that it had been a long time since he had been home and you know, at this point, I wanted to, you know, do my best to try to make that happen. And may have, um, you know, 2015, we were able to find a, you know, pretty reasonable price uh, price flight for him to be able to spend five days down there. And, um, you know, um, before he left the week before he left, I was I kind of asked the question I pre asked. I was like, hey, so if I were to ask you to marry me, would you do it? And, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, so I got the idea then to, um, um, to propose. Um, I went out and I bought him a ring and, uh, I had this thing prepared in Spanish that I was going to say. And when I saw him, I was so overwhelmed and I completely forgot what it was I wanted to say. Um, I got down on one knee in the airport and he said, yes. So, at this point, we done came from him saying, no, he don't want to date me, to us moving in two months after, going on our first cruise, him going home, and, you know, now we're considering the idea of getting married, but just to let you guys know, Carlos was married before. I'm not going to get into specifics of that whole situation because it's, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, uh, he was married before we had to dissolve that situation and trust me, it's not as dramatic as you guys think. So don't read too much into it. Um, but, uh, we got that taken care of and, um, you know, we ended up getting married and we started our marital bliss in 2015. And then, uh, 2016, uh, came and, you know, we, uh, celebrated the top of the year as the first couple. I took on his last name. Uh, my last name is Garner, and his uh, last name is Socorro. So initially, he was going to take my last name, um, but unfortunately, he hadn't gone through the process of begin- uh, getting his citizenship, and you know he would have to start the process over at that time. So um, I decided to change my name, which, you know, it's a lot of letters in my name now. I have Reginald Socorro. No, Reginald Leroy Socorro Garner. So (laughs) not only did I change my name, I added some additional names. And then I have a nerd to have a hyphen in there, too. And, uh, you know, just recently we uh, now have the same last name. So we are uh, the same last name. uh, But Rico and Tuzi actually have different last names. Rico's last name is uh, uh, Stein. And Tuzi's last name is socorro so so they got two different deities two different deities <laughs> but uh yeah because rico was before carlos and you know i named him after the a guy that i was dating at the time and whatever you know it's supposed to get the father's name i guess he could have got my name too but whatever um rico was named taco that's a whole nother story uh, we'll dedicate a story to to rico but um you know i mean after we got married, uh, we, you know, quickly, uh, I would say a few months after we bought a house, which now we've been there for years and we're celebrating six years. And, you know, it's been some trials and tribulations, you know, not to get too specific about some of the things that we, that we went through, but, you know, Carlos and I have had definitely, uh, a, a, you know, a crash course in marriage. Marriage is hard. You know what I'm saying? I think that, uh, You know, um, 17 was probably the worst year that we had financially. 18 was just the residual effects of that. And we withstood all of that. You know, me not having a job and, you know, getting let go twice from two companies in 17. I mean, if it had been anybody else, you know, I don't think either either one of them would have been able to stand it. Carlos had to deal with, you know, someone who suffers from. Uh, post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, you know, from things in childhood, as well as, you know, the, the time in the military that I've spent. Um, him first learning about my anxiety and how it affected me, you know, he could have easily just peaced out. But what did you do, love? love you you. But what did you do more specifically? Like, what did you?
1: My Yeah,
0: not with you, but talk to you uh-huh. you know he could have easily been like that's your problem I'm not worried about that that ain't got nothing to do with me but he was more he was uh tuned or he leaned in and and did his best to to try to understand it and and uh you know come from a sense of understanding with you know um, you know almost to the point where and this we just recently learned this but almost to a point where he ended up filtering himself from causing me stress and pain you know because of my anxiety which you know um being in a relationship you can't you can't take focus off of yourself to just focus on the other i mean it's it's that's a lot of people think that that's love that's it's fueled by love but i don't see it as being love. that you can care for you somebody more than you care for yourself you're doing yourself a disservice, and that person is also looking at you. And this is my personal opinion: looking at you like, oh well, shit. If you ain't gonna take care of you, so why should I care? You know, and um, you know, um, love can be an event. Uh, go ahead. That's also being Selfless. Yeah. There's a bit of selflessness in there, uh, sure, but selflessness to me shouldn't overshadow you being able to take care of yourself too. I mean, you're going to always be you, regardless of if I am here or not. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not taking care of yourself, then how would you be equipped to be able to do the same for someone else? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You know, love is a very complicated thing. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, think that, you know, love conquers all. And it does to an extent. But, you know, love, you know, you can love somebody enough, you know, to to want to make it work, but once you hit, you hit that breaking point, there's no coming back from that, and, uh, you know, I think we've kind of toyed that idea, because it's easy to say, I want a divorce, but, and it's easy to go through the process of getting a divorce, you know, it's, it's not difficult, now you can get a divorce and in two months in some places, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to go through the whole split up thing. And then, you know, you can just file for divorce and then you're done. You know, the challenge is sticking around when, when it's hard, you know, the challenge is sticking around when you feel like you giving your all, you know, and not giving up on that person, you know, and understanding that people evolve, you know, there's always new information, new things, new challenges that happen. You know, I can tell you, My best friend, Darlena Dian, changed Carlos and I's relationship immensely, you know, Um, and it made us really kind of realize that, you know, we love each other more and that, you know, we do need to, you know, focus on each other and, you know, really lift each other up when we possibly can, you know. Uh, Three years ago, I know I wasn't the same person that I was, I was still immature and still, you know going through what I was going through in terms of a relationship I cared about my husband but you know I was just being whatever and I've grown a lot I, I feel like I've grown a lot you know in the last you know year or two you know we have a marriage counselor that really keeps us on track like the last time we saw her it was almost like she was asking us like what the fuck you guys uh, wanted to talk about like what's going on y'all what's the issue you know and I felt kind of bad because I felt like she was, you know, trying to say, like, what is y'all issue, you know? And, um, you know, we don't necessarily have it all figured out. But at the end of the day, we genuinely care about each other. You know, we genuinely love each other. Would you say that to be the, the case, love? What, 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 what do you think? Okay.
1: Okay. You me, I
0: care about you. Mm-hmm. And what's your main goal for our relationship? right you know, I um, I've had to learn some things recently in terms of my relationship with Carlos that I, I have to learn to not try to diagnose him and what that means is not try to fix him you know what I'm saying like you know for me I'm a solutions based guy so what that means is that you know I'm going to do my best to try to fix whatever the issue is and sometimes, the issue needs to be fixed, but it doesn't necessarily have to be fixed by me. And that's one thing that I've had, I've had to learn. You know, also taking you know a moment to really, you know, watch my words. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes what I say can can be very, very sharp. Um, with with intention, yes, but you know um, you know, it can be very sharp to the point where I'm not considering how he feels about what it is I'm saying. So, um, and I'm still working on me. I'm still a work in progress. You know, I'm still going to therapy every other, you know, month and, um, you know, doing the stuff that I need to do to make sure that I'm the best I can be for him. And, uh, it's, it's been an interesting journey. Um, the one thing that I found I mean finances what I was gonna say, the one thing I found that is the most challenging is finances. Um, I think and I think no no matter what part you are in a relationship, that's always gonna be the challenge because when you're doing all you can and the money ain't coming in, that's the most frustrating thing to to uh, to think about you know, and wondering how you're going to do what you got to do. But, you know, and and learning more about myself through him, you know, uh, uh, taking the time to see it through his eyes, as opposed to just my own, um, you know, own thing. I have a lot of, uh, I have a few friends who who think like, well, shit, y'all were still two different people. You know, why can't you do your thing and he does his? Well, Carlos and I don't work in that way, I mean, other relationships may, but, you know, I like to involve him in things that I enjoy, and vice versa, you know, and I genuinely enjoy hanging out with him, so, for me, it's not forbidden to, to be like, oh, well, I want to see if Carlos wants to go, you know, I have a couple of friends that are just like, well, why, why can't you do this, do stuff on your own, well, I guess I could, but, you know, I mean, at the same time, too, you know, I do love and enjoy, you know, hanging out with my husband, he's a pretty cool guy, so, you know, um, uh, you know, why wouldn't I? But, you know, um, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, but We've grown a lot together. You know, we've done a lot of things. We bought a house. We traveled together. We, you know, uh, have finances together. We, you know, consult each other for literally everything we do. We communicate a lot, you know. Um, I don't know who started this, but... He said it was me, and I'm pretty sure it was, but we don't call each other by our names. You know, I rarely will say Carlos, you know, unless I'm like upset about something, or, you know, and even then it might be a stern, like, love, come on, love, you know. And it doesn't sound fake, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like one of those cutesies nicknames where it's like, oh, love, oh
1: my God.
0: Yeah, when you get mad, you're like, Reggie, and then he'll start calling my name. Carlos, when he get mad, he gets red in the face and on his neck and then on his chest. So that's when I know, you know, he's really upset. And I try not to try my best not to get him to that level. But sometimes, you know, you know, it is what it is. Like, for example, last night, uh, Carlos, you know, wanted to search something. And, you know, a lot of times I will do it with Carlos because I know he's going to ask me what the next step is because he always does he has this thing where we'll be doing something and there'll be a question and I really do honestly and truly believe I don't know where I heard this from but I think your mind and your body gets to a point where it has reached its point where it's going to you've reached the amount of decisions you've made for that day so when you make all those decisions at this point you're exhausted it's like I can't your body physically can't, you know, answer any more questions, so we were, we were doing what we were doing, he was like, oh, love, I did this, and, you know, what do I do next, and it's like, you can do it, you know, I, uh, I feel like me, um, you know, being here is not empowering you, you know, I mean, if I wasn't here, you would figure it out, and uh, I think we both kind of went up a little upset, which is not normal. Uh, for us, but I know he felt some type of way, and I felt some type of way, and that's quite alright, but you know, Carlos knows what he's doing, he's an artistic person, seen all the masterpieces that y'all, that he done put on Facebook you mean to tell me that he can't put it together on uh, on Google uh, the Googs and all that other stuff acting like he brand new he's looking at me with the stink eye right now, but he know it's true I don't know why he be acting brand new, he hate when I say that, quit acting brand new, Carlos so you know we, our relationship is a new, unique one, um, and you know, like I said, we genuinely love each other and care for each other, and, and want to see each other, you know, do uh, better. I mean, that's really the ultimate goal. So you know, I I do my best to 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 remember that, and 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 um, you know, uh, ask the same of him, and you know, do what I got to do. So. That is it guys. That's pretty much the story of our relationship. I mean, we're two old biddies who like to like who like to watch TV and, and hang out with each other and play around with our dogs and do silly faces with our dogs and you know, make up stupid sayings like Love Lovadish and Shampatiche and Shampatish and and, you know, whatever stupid names we make up, you know, our language, you know, and our love and you know, we genuinely you know, care about others and care about each other. And that's really what it's about. So that's about all I got, guys. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. You can get this where you get your podcasted, which is Apple Music or Apple iTunes. Um, You can get it from uh, Google Podcasts. You can get it from RSS Feed. You can get it from Spotify and a whole long list of uh, list of places. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. And until next time guys, enjoy your day. We love you. Peace. Oh wait, you got anything else, love? If this to my husband, please. It's the best. <laughs> All right guys, thank you. We'll talk soon.